Hello and welcome to the DILF podcast. I am your host, Kevin Selden. And today we are bringing back my beautiful wife for a follow-up to our previous episode, episode three, which was really about co-parenting. But in this episode, we are specifically focusing on the connection between partners during these very chaotic times. It is hard enough to bring passion to a marriage once you have children, but especially when you are locked in quarantine. So I wanted to take uh, some time to explore strategies to combat that. You know, for any of us out there who are parents, these are very crazy times. But for those of us that are co-parents, although you in some ways have a support network, you also have this added... Hmm. You have both a devil and an angel on your shoulder. I think that's well stated. So let us dive in. Wife? Hi. How are we doing? Gosh, every day is so different. I mean, you caught me in a good moment. I want to say we're great. We're doing as best we can. I think that some days I'm not doing so hot, and some days I'm surprised at how okay I actually am amidst you know the fact that we're quarantined in our home just the three of us you and I and our son and the world is you know spinning out of control every day and uh well now you're starting to press everyone and now I'm going down the rabbit hole and why why on the days when you're not okay are you not okay um me personally I get um caught up in the I don't know the headlines and the news and the the drama of it all and then I let that impact me and the way I think and even sometimes when I'm with our son like it just gets in my head and I think about it and then I start to have negative thoughts that's interesting because I for anyone out there who does know me I I don't really read the news and I try very hard to not keep up on what's going on in the outside world so my only really resource are our friends and Laura um so that is definitely not my issue. I wouldn't have even known about Corona if it wasn't for Laura telling me and then... And then the world telling you. The world then <laughs> telling me I had to stay home. I I would say that for me, it's a lot of it's apathy. Just some days I wake up and I just want to stay in bed mm. and not do anything. Yeah. And it's like... It's, there are days when you have work to do, but you're like, oh, I'm just going to do this email and be done. Or I'm just going to slack today a little with work. And sometimes there are days you can do that with work, but not with a kid. Right. Wyatt is 19 months. He is not just going to lay in bed with us all day and do nothing. Yeah. I mean, I think that part of me, um, <laughs> the deepest longing that I've had during this entire quarantine was to be... Instead of my 30-something-year-old parent self to be my 20-something-year-old like non-parent self and be able to just like, if we have to be stuck at home, could I spend a day in bed just watching TV all day or reading something or in the bathtub luxuriously? Could I have any of these options? And I don't. And which is funny because there have been times when I have taken Wyatt for the day and sure. said, you know, it's a, it's a weekend or you don't have a lot of work today. Take the time and take a long bath. Or take the time and lie in bed and read. And what do you do, Laura? Oh, the dishes. Or, or sweep the floor. Or, <laughs> or what happened in the, when I locked you in the bedroom the other day and said, relax. And I, I came in. I think it was re- 
kidding. Oh, you were on Instagram. I was? Oh. You knew it. I don't know. I mean, let's just... I will admit that I long for these things, and when I do them, they feel so good, but I also do have a hard time relaxing. I think you are in the majority there. I think this is a hard time to sit back and relax no matter how much we crave it. And for many people, I think a lot of people are bored. I think that it's the last thing we ever feel. I haven't been bored since 1982. (laughs) (laughs) These are important things to explore our feelings. But I also want to kind of just talk about us and our marriage, because I think that is something that's happening for a lot of people. It's one thing to talk about parenting during Corona, which is something the past few episodes and the future few episodes are going to be addressing because it doesn't make sense to talk about a lot of things besides that right now. <laughs> Any other yeah. episodes I have in the can are this, being paused. Yeah. But I think for us, I think it's a very interesting thing to address. Uh, the virus hasn't necessarily created any new problems in our home. It's kind of put a very big spotlight on any existing problems. And I think that is happening across the world for people. And it's one thing for people who don't spend much time with their children and are now kind of forced to do that. And maybe that's wonderful. And they're getting to know their kids. Or maybe they don't even know how to do that because they've been kind of running for so long. But I think it's a very interesting thing, too, for power dynamics between couples where one parent was kind of holding most of the slack. And now the other parent is always there. I saw this meme about a dad. It was a bit uh what's the word um cliched like very cliche old-fashioned dated joke which is a lot of the dad humor on instagram but uh this one in particular said i apologize to all the dads out there who told their wives that they would get to it when they had the time and it is kind of funny but like anything on instagram it cheers you up for a second and then ultimately just depresses you <laughs> and then you feel sour but i do think that you you have some time to do projects and for those old with old enough kids you can actually delve in and and invite the kids to help out and participate but it's getting the energy to do that and it's also just uh you get frustrated easier more apathetic yeah i mean i feel like i should have so much time to do so many things and i have seen a few people friends on social media who are posting projects that they've done home improvement projects or organizational projects and I'm so jealous of them because I just cannot find the time I have been unable to do hardly anything above and beyond what I would normally have done and I feel like I don't even know where all my time is going but I know at the end of the day I'm exhausted I'm sweaty And I just want to crawl into bed and watch TV or read a book or just let my bones rest. I find that brings up an interesting point, which is passion, bringing passion to a marriage and kind of finding ways to um, keep passion alive in a marriage with children, not during Corona, but yet especially during Corona. And I feel like that is something for us when Corona started, uh, I remember at one point, Laura looked at me and said, do do you want to have sex? And I was like... And actually, the way you just said it right now was like much more warm and enthusiastic (laughs) than the way that I said it. And while my response was, that came from your brain and not your gut. You you don't really want to. It was just a brain thought. And really, I feel like it was an excuse for me because I was too exhausted and I don't want to be the one to say no. 
Well, I did. It was like our son was napping and I knew that we had a 30 minute to 45 minute window and that was the opportunity. So shouldn't we take it in that moment instead of just waiting and then never ever getting around to it? Yeah, I think what I like about talking about these things with anything in life, one thing that has actually been a saving grace for me throughout all of this has been uh, being able to text or do virtual dates with friends and to talk about the apathy and see that we're not alone, Mm -hmm. to talk about the exhaustion. Because from episode five of this podcast, I really learned that the best thing I could do to lift my own spirits was to come up with action items that I could do uh, for the greater good. And that would give me some kind of greater purpose and make me feel a little more invested. And it has worked. But every day can't be like that. Yeah. I think that for the majority of the world, there's this kind of energy. And the, I don't know when this is going to end, and I'm just kind of exhausted by all of it. So how do you add passion into that and and not feel like you're just roommates with a jillion jobs? Totally. I mean, I do, I think that we fall into that all the time. I often feel like uh, we are really good business partners, and we get along really well, and our baby is happy with both of us. Like, things are going great. When's the last time we had sex? You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like that, like things are so good, but wait, what is that like really important area that I forgot about? And let's, I like to be honest on this podcast. Let's talk about our first week. Were we getting along well? Gosh, well now I feel like every week was a different year in our relationship. So I'm right. like, I don't even remember. I mean, I know that we've had ups and downs and. I mean, now I feel like we're feeling so good because we've cleared the air. And I feel like that is a wonderful thing. But I feel like in the beginning of all of this, we were at each other's throats. I, at one point, threw potato salad across the room and a shoe. And I feel like I just had like a little baby fit. I like cried in the shower. I feel like I was trying to hold things in and be strong. And that didn't work. Mm -hmm. And... We started to talk about our feelings and that felt better. But again, it didn't create new problems. It just kind of shined a bright light on existing problems. Yeah, it was the stuff that we've been working through in our relationship for a long time now. And it's this sort of nudge. I mean, we're being forced right now to sit inside our own homes. We have the luxury of being at home, right? Like there's so many people out there who don't have that luxury and they are going through their own problems and their own struggles. I'm sure I can't even imagine how hard it would be to be working in a hospital right now um, full time and have children at home and balancing that struggle. Our struggle is really seeing how we can use this as an opportunity to grow instead of letting it tear us down. I love that. And I think it's it's interesting because the hours when Wyatt is awake uh, are never boring and can be exhausting, but he is very fun right now. Mm-hmm. So that is a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting, but he uh, is a pleasure. Yeah. But when he goes down, it's almost like us attempting to become connected humans again. Oh, and it's, so, it's like awkward for the first 10 minutes. Where yeah. It's like we just want to talk about... Wyatt or work, right? Like the first like 10 to 15 minutes, like I'm, I struggle to find my footing of like, who are you again? Right. And that's how I have felt um, in our marriage for a long time on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like after the work week and now it's, you know, we like to turn off our phone on the weekends. And so 
it's that beginning of kind of reconnecting and getting off the phone and turning off the work brain and why it's asleep. So like Friday night, it's time to connect. And it, it takes a little bit to kind of drop those walls, even though we love each other, walls still form. Yeah, my brain has been on work for the last five days and I've just been in this go mode of go to work, then come home, do what needs to be done at home, make sure that, you know, our child feels loved and supported. And like, those are the priorities that have gotten the most attention over the last five days. And now it's Friday night and the big chunk of work has gotten to go to the back burner and I finally have time to focus on you, which saying it out loud makes me feel kind of horrible no i think it's very human i mean and it's also i just don't know any other way around that you know but i would love to see myself have a more balanced approach i mean i will say that in the beginning it was hard because it felt like we were fighting for who was going to watch wyatt because i have work to do even though we both wanted to be with wyatt Mm -hmm. it was still kind of like i need more time yeah Then we got a schedule down. The schedule was extremely helpful. Once we got a schedule and we knew three o'clock was the Lego hour and we Mm -hmm. kind of started to set some things in motion and we knew the hours you got to work and the hours I got to work, we kind of split time. Mm -hmm. That felt like it had a routine to it and felt nice, but we never really addressed once he went to bed. But we're slowly but surely starting to, and I don't think it really happened until last weekend when we did our date night challenge. Oh yeah, that's true. I didn't even think of that. Because before that, I feel like when we planned our double dates, we got to see people. Yeah, and that was just more like kind of a stress relief to just be talking with other people and have an outside connection to people we know and trust. And then we would be human or we'd get into bed and and watch something and fall asleep. You know, we were next to each other, Mm -hmm. but it didn't necessarily feel like major connections. And maybe that's why I very immaturely was picking fights in the beginning because I was craving a connection but not articulating that. And, you know, fighting for us always does give (laughs) a very unhealthy connection. But I think that it was also just, I didn't feel supported in the beginning. Right. And that was something we addressed in episode three, but that changed very quickly. Once I vocalized it, I feel like you were able to access what we talked about and really... I felt immensely supported after that. And that makes me feel good. I do. I I have. I try to keep my mind on the fact that you've asked me, you've stated that this is a problem. You've asked me to make a change. So how can I do that? And how can I do that often enough so that it becomes my new habit? And how have I been doing? You've been asking me to kind of um, give you the space to find your way and to not pick, you know, have I been doing better at that? Honestly, I haven't even really thought about it that much. So you've been doing really great because it hasn't been a problem that comes up. I think this last week, I just didn't even think about it. Well, that's a good thing. I think at the beginning, it wasn't like that because I was holding in my feelings with regards to Corona and that impacted and made everything worse. Yeah. I mean, gosh, this this whole situation is so hard because for those of us who are just sitting at home in quarantine, it feels like it should be such an easy challenge right stay home grocery stores are open so you have food you can have food delivered you have entertainment you have the internet like technology wise we are so lucky yeah you can talk to anyone you need to talk to you can most of the time see their faces for those of us who are at home quarantined with a job it should be easier than it is on all appearances and yet it's still so hard i think this is an opportunity i found that we have bonded as a threesome 
more than we ever have due to Corona, having to find creative ways to entertain Wyatt in some days when we both have a moment from work to uh, spend time together in the middle of the day, the three of us. I think Wyatt's having a killer time. I think he's really enjoying himself. I totally agree with you. I think he's really happy. I think he enjoys having us here. Um, But I've never seen him mimic our behavior more than when the other day Laura was kind of joking with me but irritated at something I said. She pushed me off the bench and it was kind of a joke. Uh, And then Wyatt, immediately when I sat back on the bench, tried to shove me off. Like it was that, that was what we do. We, you know. Yeah. The mimicking is hardcore right now. Because it's immediate and you go, oh, that was not good what I just did. Because when he did it, I realized. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of things that come out of our mouths or, you know, funny little behaviors that we've been encouraging because we think it's funny. That or and, subtle aggression. Totally. Within two minutes, I realized that was really a huge mistake. But I do think that that, again, that spotlight kind of has um, allowed us the room to practice the best behaviors. Working on it. If we can work on those things during Corona, then we are set once, you know, Corona's passed. That's a really good point. I mean... If we are going to be quarantined and really, you know, given this time to kind of focus on behaviors, I, mean, I, I I've really appreciated the number of headlines and articles that I've seen that are encouraging us to not worry about the fact that we're not training for a marathon. We haven't found the time yet to write our books or to make that quilt that we were aiming for or to build the new bookshelf like the fact of the matter is that we're going through an insane pandemic that is impacting the entire world and if we need to just focus on getting through the workday and getting through the day as a parent then that's more than enough and I've really appreciated that I hear that but I also love the fact that you know what maybe I'm not gonna get a lot of personal projects done right now but if there are a few things that I can notice about myself that I want to change for the future, I don't have to do it immediately. I don't have to do it tomorrow. But I certainly have the time to journal a little bit about it or just think about ways that I want to make tiny changes and see if I can put them in place. I think if we can just focus on the micro baby steps that we can take and not macro, um, Laura and I made this decision that early on in Corona, uh, when we snapped at each other, we would, instead of a curse Swear jar, jar, where you put money in the jar, instead it would be a massage. And uh, so if I snapped at Laura, I then owed her a five-minute massage. And it seemed so amazing in theory, and we did it for a day. And then it was just, we weren't doing the massages. And I feel like the concept is great, yeah, but it's the implementation. And the schedule has worked with Wyatt, But I think that has to do with the fact that we've been keeping pretty much to that schedule. But between the two of us, we haven't kept to a schedule because it's like, oh, well, we don't need to. But I I do think that that scheduling things in actually helps just as much as it does with the kids. So are you saying schedule a date night? Well, as you recall, last week I suggested that we schedule a date night challenge where I planned a date night one night and Laura planned a date night another night on the weekend. And after I said it, I got into the shower and I thought, oh God, what have I done? I I don't want to plan a date night. But as the weekend came closer, it was something I had to look forward to. And it was actually the highlight of 
my week. I, I, it was very exciting. We didn't have to put in that much effort. It was just about you taking care of one of the nights and me taking care of another. I would like to mention that um, Kevin did this all while dealing with a kidney stone. So I did. I've been trying to not hold in stress and I've been trying to drink water. Obviously, I haven't been doing the best at either of them. So I was in a bit of pain. Uh, luckily, it had subsided during our date nights mm-hmm. and then just came back Sunday night. But I would say it's something that lifted my spirits enough uh, that I could even deal with pain because I think that right now, I I didn't think of this point until right now, but I think it's as important for the passion and energy of co-parents to schedule in time now during this corona chaos as it is to schedule time for our kids. Well, that makes a lot of sense, but you are someone who is against scheduling sex. So are you saying schedule sex even? I personally am not. I am saying schedule time that can potentially Just lead to for it. the two of you. Yeah, you know, and Laura's night was a detox night. It was very simple. She made a healthy stir fry. And then we did a little yoga stretch session and then a hot shower. If it leads to an intimate act, so be it. If not, you've connected. But it it opens the door for that. And it's not just let's turn on Netflix and do nothing. Right. Do the same thing we've done every night. And I think that's all you can do with in a regular marriage with a kid, let alone during Corona, when you're exhausted on top of everything, you're trying to balance the stress and and trying to get the groceries you need and yeah. the kid and the work, I feel like the best thing you can do is say, but passion in our marriage is as important as those things. I'm not just going to throw it to the side. It will give me more energy. What if, and I'm just saying this because I'm so tired that even I want to be that person who's so passionate and so full of zest and like, wow, we're home every day, so let's have sex every day. I would love to be that person. I'm not. Right. I'm so tired. You just said you have to make um, passion a priority, and it made my shoulders droop because I thought that's one more thing, and I'm barely fitting in everything else right now. What if um, it's not passion as a daily priority because that's not realistic right mm-hmm. now? What if it's passion as a weekly priority? What if it's like um, every Saturday night – during this chaos, we have a little date night. Because I loved our date night, but I can't imagine planning something every Friday night and you planning every Saturday. Right. Can you? Is that That's too much. I mean, it's it might be doable. We did Our date nights were really small, right? I came up with ours an hour before it happened. So Right. I did a simple appetizer picnic on the uh, living room floor. And then we read to each other. You know, usually we just read to Wyatt, so it was kind of a pleasure to just read to each other. I made us each dress up just a little. I just, I I didn't have a shirt on. I just had gym shorts and I put on a, <laughs> a, a tie and a suit coat. Laura put on a fancy jacket. It's charming. Thank you. Uh, but it was, it was nice and easy. But it was also it very might... lifting to the spirits. Yeah, I think part of the... Uh upside of doing that and maybe not doing it on a weekly basis this is what we do kind of thing is the you know um spontaneous nature of it really felt made it feel like we're finally doing something different 
Yes. And that felt good. I love that. Yeah, I, I guess the biggest question is, I'm very proud of us for doing that last weekend. I loved it. For me, it was one of the highlights of this quarantine. But how do we do it without making it feel like a, oh, this weekly thing that we do now. Right. I don't want to do it again. Which is, how do you keep, in essence, the passion in your marriage? Well, for me, because I am that person who would be like, oh, one more thing I have to do. Um, for me, I've been really focused on saying yes. So instead of, you know, dragging my feet or saying I don't want to do things, when you come to me or anyone at work comes to me with an idea, I am trying to say, uh-huh, yeah. And even if my initial, because my initial nature is to say, no, I don't want to do that. I just want to say for listeners uh, that just like talking about the mimic, recently our son started saying, no, 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 no. And we were like, oh God. So now we got him to start saying, yes, 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 yes. But I've been working really hard to say yes, 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 yes for myself and for you and for work and for Wyatt so that I'm not constantly a naysayer or saying no. So when these kind of spontaneous opportunities come up to be, you know, fun with your partner or passionate, my initial reaction is let's do it. I love that. I actually have felt it. And I I love that change. The hard part is um, being the one to initiate it. Knowing now that you are more inclined to say yes Uh is wonderful. But having to initiate it is hard. But I'm not saying these are, again, not new things that Corona created. These are things that have been there for us for a while. But I think that you converting and working hard to be a yes sir has really made a wonderful energy in our home during this time. So maybe the answer is as simple as we don't have to plan. We just have to remember that that was a good time when we set a virtual date with a friend. Let's do it again. Right. And it doesn't have to be a a full-on schedule, but now that I'm saying it, I don't like it. Well, what do you Because I like, for Wyatt, it is very hard having a cemented schedule. But yet, when the day starts, I'm like, oh, thank God it's three and we have this planned. Oh, thank God it's two. We always do this at two. And maybe we need some kind of regularity at night for us. Not every night, but maybe Thursdays and Fridays and Saturdays. Something. I do, no. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> I just thought if we if we have something that we know weekly we look forward to, then we guarantee ourselves some, t- some connection. Yeah. It's all about connection. I think the hardest thing is this concept of... Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is during this lockdown, it's very weird to feel like I am with Wyatt and then I am working and then we're together once he goes to bed. But we don't spend a ton of time together unless it's on the weekend. Yeah. And that's very confusing knowing you're just in the other room. How do you feel about that? I understand it, but I'm like, oh, is this bad? But I, I don't believe that we have not made family a priority. I just believe that that's the reality right now, but I don't know how to do it differently. I, yeah. I mean, I think dinners are a great time to connect. So maybe we start there. So just real connection and conversation during dinner. So that means not eating, not noshing well, well Wyatt's eating dinner, and actually waiting until Wyatt goes to bed to sit down with each other and have kind of a semi-formal dinner where we just sit together and actually have a conversation absolutely 
Which is kind of what we do, but I was saying it for listeners. Well, we kind of do that, but no, I'm the one who noshes the whole time. So then when, when Kevin is, you know, done putting Wyatt to bed and I'm done making dinner and we come together, I'm never that hungry because I've already ate half of my dinner. But I guess it's not really about the food because you always sit with me during dinner. We just don't always take the time to deeply connect. Well, like I said, it for me, it's this weird, maybe we need a ritual to help us come together because for the first 10 to 15 minutes at dinner time, I feel like we have been two co-captains on a ship running the ship and now we're coming together for this. It feels like a business meeting to me. Like it's the first time in the day where we're alone and I could not agree more. we're talking about the business of the day of parenting and our jobs and our, you know, household chores that we're doing. Right. And when do you get to just being a human and breaking through that and talking about God, your soul. So what kind of ritual could help us to do that? Huh. I believe some kind of regularity. Huh. Maybe a ritual for you and I could be that at the beginning of our dinner together, we try to talk about things on a deeper level. So it might be as simple as asking ourselves, what was the hardest part of our day? What was the best part of our day? And what is the you know number one thing that we're each looking forward to the next day. And do you want to do that every single night? Maybe. I mean, it's an easy conversation starter. And I don't ever want to become too rigid that that's what we have to do. But for me, it feels like a really nice way to break down the robotic nature of just quarantine daily life. I love that. And, and daily life outside of quarantine. I think if we can implement those three questions every night... I actually love it because what a great thing to end the day or start slowing down the day by talking about what you're excited for the next day. Or even there's no time to feel alone when you're with Wyatt. But sometimes at night, when if you fall asleep early, I could feel a little alone. And maybe that is a great connection before we get into bed. We all probably feel very alone right now, even when we're around people. We feel locked in place we feel like we don't have answers at the very least if we can put into place some kind of regularity and ritual for ourselves it's going to be helpful in helping us to just keep our sanity through all of this yeah well here's to that and we won't necessarily plan date nights i like the spontaneity of it 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 made it even better for me Okay, here's but the... But we will schedule sex Mondays, 6 p.m. Not having it, not having it. Okay, okay, here's the compromise. Okay. Every night at dinner, we will ask of each other the three questions. Okay. And every weekend on Saturday night, we will alternate planning a date night. I will plan one this Saturday. Okay, you will as long plan... as you're taking the first one. <laughs> You'll plan next Saturday. And that at least gives us something weekly where we know we have some time that... Uh, guarantees some form of connection and we'll see if that grows more and maybe that's something that it's not like we have no passion in our marriage that is just not the case to be honest but that being said i want to make sure that it lasts for years and years to come and i see how consuming all of life can be and i would like to build in some ways to connect especially now because i promised myself i would say yes more often I'm saying yes.
Lovely. That is a start. So maybe it really is all about this concept of the micro over the macro and just taking the little victories right now and celebrating that. And and we can do positive things for the world when able, but we also can't forget to do positive things within our own homes for ourselves and for our loved ones to kind of be sure that we're connecting and not just um, going through the motions of survival until we get out of this. Yeah. If you want to help the world, you have to start with yourself. And you have to truly look for those connections now so that when all this is done and we actually start leaving the home and we're not stuck together, that those connections can um, continue to exist and grow. Now is probably as difficult as it is, it's one of the easiest times because we're forced to be together. And as tough as that is, it's an opportunity to connect. We're laying the foundation for the new version of ourselves, all of us. I love that. You can check out our Instagram at Dilf Podcast. I will attempt to post pictures of date nights. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you can hit us up if you have suggestions or comments on this episode with a simple DM. And most importantly, we hope that you are taking the time to take care of yourselves and to connect with your own families and your homes during all this chaos. And we wish you the best. Good night, everybody. Good night.